Yo, check one, two, one, two, one, two. Yo, check 21. What's the matter with me in the building? Yeah, what's the matter with me back in here? Gonna tell you whether or not to rinse the dishes. I went to get tested for antibody responses and I cooked some chicken with sumac and zatar. I sent a sample of Hoppin' Hot Sauce to San Leandro Times with a handwritten letter, man. You know me, I wrote a handwritten letter on my crazy handwriting and a copy of the newsletter. So, of course, right now, play the jingle. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. All right, the jingle, amazon.com slash hoppin' hot sauce. And it's your source. I signed the kids up for baseball. I want to join Caleb. Disabled hikers, guides in the grit chair, getting outside in the wheelchair. I read a cool article in the New York Times called I wanted that self-reliance back disabled hikers forge a new path by Amanda Morris February 3rd 2022 outdoor enthusiasts with disabilities are pushing to encounter nature on their own terms with self-written guides, better equipment, and even guide dogs trained for the backcountry. So cool article about disabled people, some of them with MS trying to get outside. And you might remember last year in August, I went on vacation and it was an accessible vacation with paved paths. And I went on plenty of dirt paths and it was more or less accessible. And it wasn't perfect. The house, the shower in the house, I got trapped in it one time and things weren't quite right. I couldn't get out of it. The way you had to get out of the shower was over this big cement lip and they were kind of really flimsy shower doors and nothing to hold on to. So I couldn't get over this lip. I tried, but I almost ate it big time in the shower. So I had to sit in the shower for like half an hour to get out. Until Nami got me, came back in the house. She was outside in the pool. That was the cool thing about the house. I got in the pool with the family. I was able to swim with my kids and just be in, not really swim, but be in the pool. And play with them and they loved it. And it was Sequoia National Park. I went around the trail. Some of them they were too steep, and my chair was like sliding around on the the trail, and it scared my wife and I. Kind of, I was trying to get through it. My wife was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And it was hard. 
So that wasn't great. But then there were other times where it was like pull up. My chair was working. It was flat. But my chair has like little plastic wheels in the front that are like two inches, three inches, small wheels. It can't really do off-road. It can do like flat, but it can't do like sand or, you know, they're too, or gravel that's too big, which is most gravel. Most gravel is gravel and it can't do gravel. So I had this kind of checkered vacation. I wrote when I was going on it, I said it's an accessible vacation. All the attractions have paved paths and we're staying at a place with pool and AC and I'm cautiously optimistic. And then that was that was um, the episode vacation that came out last year, August 2nd. And that was the first episode where where I was like, wait, I can be a cult leader. And I started the cult episode. So shout outs if you're in the cult and you're kind of like a sleeper cell. I guess once you're in the cult, you're always a cult member. Once you're a cult leader, you're probably always a cult leader. So I guess this is another one of the cult episodes. Okay. Wow. Back to that again. Anyway, vacation last year, cautiously optimistic, and then I didn't update it. Classic, what's the matter with me podcast. Anyhow, I read this. I wanted that self-reliance back. Disabled hikers form a new path. And reading about that, they were talking about the height of the railing so if you're in your wheelchair and you're on a a path like some kind of path and there's a railing on either side if it's too high and you can't see over it while you're in your wheelchair it's kind of like defeating the purpose in a way And, you know, you never want to be a complainer. I'm like, I don't want to be a complainer, but I can't see anything. So interesting. Some things are accessible. Some things aren't. Like I said, the guy, the ranger told me I could make this path and it was nuts. So I didn't go toppling over the side and I lived, but I had to turn it around. Like I wasn't able to do this thing and my wife was already gonna kill me like five times over disabled hikers want more information they talk about uh, a project called disabled hikers in in, in the northwest they've completed close to 200 trail guides and they talk about like from the parking lot to the trail it says here Even trails labeled accessible can present challenges that park staff don't always recognize. So it's kind of, even as a disabled person, sometimes you don't understand whether uh, you can do a thing. You often, you have to like give it a shot and that means you fail. So more information about what you're in for puts you in a better place. The disabled hikers have a website 
And some trail guides, it says some trails guides are already available for free on the disabled hikers website. MX Naka Kairi also plans to publish a guidebook which is currently available for pre-order and each trail is given a rating of how many spoons it takes to complete in reference to a popular term used by those with chronic fatigue to describe how much energy they have to complete a given task. The more spoons a task requires, the harder and more energy consuming it is. And that's cool because I'm all about spoons because last time we were talking norks, but also I use this spoon method to keep track of my own energy. I'm like, how many spoons, you know, I often will tell someone like I'm running out of spoons. I'll say to my wife. And she'll be like, I I got you. So it talks about, skipping down in the article, it talks about demand for outdoor equipment. And skipping down, it says, When Eric Baker, 63, of Morado, California, started experiencing symptoms of his chronic debilitating joint diseases, 30, 40 years ago, he could not find any wheelchairs on the market that could handle rugged outdoor terrain. One of the biggest problems in the disability community is most everything is made for indoor use, he said. And that is totally true. I use my travel wheelchair, take it to the park, and I'm pretty limited where I can go. But I do, I'll, I'll write it. I, I have the luxury of being able to get out of it. And if I really need to, I can like move it. And, and that, that's something I can do um, that a lot of other people can't do. So I'm lucky about that. But even so, there's very little percentage wise of the park that I can get to in my wheelchair because it doesn't go off-road more or less. It says, now Baker uses the Grit Freedom Chair, a three-wheeled chair that can be propelled using levers invented by MIT researchers about a decade ago. With the new chair, Mr. Baker hops curbs, hunts, visits the beach and can cross mud, rocks, and gravel. The chair cost him about $3,500. So what did I tell you about gravel? So anyway, gravel, man. Um, but yeah, mud, sand, all that. And outside, and that sounded cool, but the thing is I only really have enough strength to like push stuff with my left hand. So how can I use it with one hand? All the videos I saw, they're using two hands. So I contacted them this morning because I was like, this is a cool product. I want to go outside. I said, hey, how can I use it with one hand? So we'll see what they say, but Grit Freedom Chair. G-R-I-T Freedom Chair. So... 
cool cool and straight up it's a popular thing people like it and so maybe I can use it I gotta find out more about it you know whether or not to rinse the dishes man so we we had my wife and I had like a big thing about this because we heard that if you didn't rinse the dishes, if they were a little dirty, that the soap would actually work better. And then they were and the environmental protection agency was like, you should not rinse your dishes like save water. Right. And then the good housekeeping agency said you shouldn't rinse your dishes. And so this caused like a crisis in our family because it's always about like who's rinsing the dishes. And so no rinsing. We we stop doing it and it makes the dishes totally clean. Like so far the results have, we thought our dishwasher is old. They can't do it. Nope, works better. So anyway, don't rinse the dishes. I mean, that's our, that's what we've decided. And it caused a crisis. Like my wife was like, I feel like an old person now because I feel like stubbornly I must cling to my upbringing and rinsing, not rinsing the dishes in the view of that upbringing is wrong. We had huge fights about rinsing the dishes that I was personally invested in. And so she felt like she couldn't give up rinsing the dishes. But we tried it. We agreed to try it. And man, it cleaned the hell out of those dishes. They're spotless. They're like bling. And so I... I don't think we'll be rinsing the dishes anymore. Big news on the What's the Matter With Me podcast. Also, I went to go get tested. I went to LabCorp and I got this antibody um, quantitative test. And I got the results back and it looked to me like I don't have very many antibodies in my blood. And they were like less less than 1% or what it seemed like the lowest rating. So it kind of freaked me out, but I knew that was a possibility and I sent it to my MS doctor and I asked her, I was like, it looks to me like I don't have a lot of antibodies. What does it mean? Because maybe I'm like reading it wrong. I'm not a doctor. I'm a total moron. So thanks for tuning in. Also, I marinated chicken legs with sumac and za'atar in this after Otto Lenghi. In this Guardian article, he talks about his favorite recipes from his first cookbook. So it was sumac and za'atar and allspice, a lot of spice. It was, while I was doing it, I was happy to be using sumac and zatar because I want to cook with them. And I, I thought allspice and cinnamon, it all sounded great. But 
I in my mind I was like, this is complicated. This is a weeknight dinner. And just because you're baking this in the oven doesn't mean like you're making it complicated. And I was like, you know, my brain was like, no, I'm not. And then the other voice in my brain was like, yes, you are. Because you know a great marinade for chicken legs is yogurt and hopping hot sauce. You know, I've got to stop using recipes. It was too much work. It had like pine nuts on the garnet. I mean, it was dumb. Why did I do it? And it wasn't that good. It was it was more a dreaming idea than good. So bottom line, I could have done hopping hot sauce and yogurt and it would have been fine and easier. Way easier. I sent a sample. Speaking of hopping hot sauce, just today I sent a sample to the San Leandro Times. The San Leandro Times is a a newspaper, but it's like color and the the paper stock is a little different than newsprint and they throw it on our driveway and it's totally awesome. My kids love reading it. They love getting the paper and there's a food section and my son just loves the food section. So, and I told them that I sent a sample, two bottles of extra hot, because that's all I have right now. I don't have original flavor because it's because of supply chain difficulty. That's all I'm saying. But I, I will fix that. So anyway, I sent him a um, couple bottles of extra hot with a letter, a handwritten letter. And I just started talking about his newspaper and how much I love it. And I I forgot to mention, like, the hopping hot sauce is on... I had to scrawl in the margin. The sauce is on Amazon and also available locally at Galvin's. The meat chop on the corner. So I was like, local. And then copy of the newsletter. And I hope he's like, this guy makes a newsletter too. Other San Leandro stuff, I signed the kids up for baseball, double A and T-ball. John's older, so double A is machine pitch and T-ball is off the tee. Talking to my therapist, we realized, like he, I realized he was telling me, Therapists, you know, they know things and they tell you, but he was like, wasn't that kind of um, uh, overextending yourself to try and drive to Los Altos every week, some, most times twice a week? like, And it was. And so I realized, I think I'm going to try and join Calex. In the summer, Calex, which is UC Berkeley Station, They um, invite community members to join. And so I want to try and join in the summer. I don't know what I'll do there. And I don't care, really. I'll do anything. I'll do log correction, which is just as exciting as it sounds. Log correction. You have to fill out the logs. Someone has to validate them and correct them. So anyway, ooh. 
super, the most boring job in radio is log correction. So sign me up. Thanks for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Don't rinse the dishes. The grit chair. I got tested for antibodies and I think I don't have any. I worked too hard making chicken eggs or chicken legs. I worked too hard making chicken legs. I could have done hopping hot sauce and yogurt. It would have been fine and easier. I sent a sample of hopping hot sauce to the San Leandro Times. Get me in the paper. I'm going to get in the paper, you guys. For something good, I think. And I signed the kids up for baseball. And I think I'm going to join Cali. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I hope that's pretty much everything that's wrong with me. Let's get that music going, right? It's time. That's the time, baby. See you next week.